Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field. It is high. It is far. It is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. As we continue, Kansas City, not sure if you've heard about this, if you've seen about this, they did win the Super Bowl. That's a thing. They're officially a dynasty now, no matter what Keith says. And we got to talk about that. We got to talk about the latest in the Browns offseason. And to do so, we're going to head out to the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline and welcome on NFL staff writer for SI Now. He's also the host of the Matt Verderam Show. It's Matt Verderam. Matt, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. How are you? Well, I just want to make sure. Are you concerned about the timing of the Matt Verderam show, which <laughs> is built around the Chiefs? Are you worried that you've now got as much pressure as the Chiefs dynasty has on it? I do feel a lot of pressure with the show, yes. Uh, I, uh, I, th- I think it was pretty good timing, honestly. Which some of it was accidental, but it worked out. Um, yeah, you know, I just do the national pod over at the MMQB podcast with uh, Albert Breer and Connor Ward and Alberto Manzano, and I figured... I kind of came up in the business covering the Chiefs. I grew up a Chiefs fan as a kid, even though I grew up uh, in the East Coast. And so uh, just always kind of wanted to do it as a passion project and started the show over on Patreon. And uh, hopefully, it, hopefully it goes well. At least, at least they're, they're a pretty good team. So that, that helps. It's it by some interest. Yeah, I remember that when that LeBron guy was in Cleveland, he did some good stuff for our ratings too. So I, I think I think you're in safe hands with Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs dynasty. I did want to ask you though, you know, last year I that was the first year that everybody said they're out of it. The, the Chiefs are cooked, and then they won the Super Bowl, right? Because they were rebuilding. And then this year yeah. it was well, they don't have uh, receivers, and if they're limiting Pat Mahomes. They're cooked, and they they won the Super Bowl. Which one of those two? wins surprised you more this one this one i think i think if you said to me before each of those seasons which is more surprising what is the last year because of all the rookies and trying to figure it out without tyree kill so like going into the season i probably would say 2022 is more surprising just because you looked at they needed mcduffie to be a contributor right away and carl loftus and leo chanel and brian cook and on down the line isaiah pacheco I think going into the year, there was more of a sense of, okay, this is going to be a little bit tougher. Plus, the AFC West, all these teams had made huge moves. So it kind of felt like it was a little bit of a reset. But by about halfway through the year last year, you realize like, this, this team's really good. Like, this team could definitely win the Super Bowl. Where this edition, I mean, we're sitting there on Christmas watching them just get their, their doors beat in by the Raiders at Arrowhead. You're thinking, are they going to make the playoffs? Are they going to, even if they do, are they going to win a game? I, it was a stunning turnaround in the last six weeks. You looked at them and said, I don't know that they can even win 11 games. And then by the end of it, you said, well, of course they won. They're them. But it was a wild ride. 
Right now, the Chiefs are now the uh, the NFL's Goliath. My question to you is, who's going to be David to take them down? Because, I mean, that team's coming back next year. They're not rebuilding. So uh, who do you think is going to be there to challenge them and uh, potentially take them down next year? Are we staring a three-peat in the eye? Well, nobody's ever done it in the Super Bowl era, right? So, I mean, the, the odds say that you, you take the you take the, the other side of this thing and say somebody's going to figure out a way to beat them. Now, the flip side of that, if you want to bet against Mahomes, you, you go ahead and do it. Um, I, I wouldn't advise it. But, look, I, I, I look at the Bengals and still think of all the teams, they're the ones that they don't have a fear of the Chiefs the way a lot of these other teams do. You know, the, the, the Bengals have beat them in the playoffs. Even last year when they, they played them and lost to the Chiefs, they played them tooth and nail. They, they have the formula because Anarumo is a great coordinator and that offense can score with anybody when they're healthy. So I would look at them. You know, Buffalo, I just don't know that they're going to bring a lot of these guys back. So like Buffalo is going to have to have a little bit of a, a soft reach. I still think their playoff team is still dangerous. They're going to lose some of their veteran guys. Uh, and then, you know, the NFC, if it's not the Niners, is it Detroit? Is it maybe the Packers? It was Jordan Love's ascension. I, you know, I, but I, I think it's going to come from the AFC. If somebody's going to beat the Chiefs, I think it's an AFC team. If they ever got back to the Super Bowl next year, I don't think anybody could beat them in the NFC. Matt Verderam of the Matt Verderam Show and SI Now on the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. So we, we started here with the, your, your background there with Kansas City, you know, the background of the Matt Verderam Show. I am curious, though, has Kyle Shanahan officially gone from it coach to can't win the big game coach? Yeah, I mean, I, I think to some degree, fair or otherwise, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that's reality, right? I mean, this is a results-based business. I look at Sean McVay, who is extremely close with Kyle Shanahan. Of course, they coached together in Washington famously. They're very, very good friends. If McVay had lost that Super Bowl to Cincinnati, and he's 0-2, that's the wrap on him, right? I mean, because that, that first game, they scored three points against New England. If they lose to Cincinnati, that's the wrap. They didn't lose. They found a way to come back in the end and win. With Shanahan, he's had the misfortune of two times going into a Super Bowl and facing Mahomes. And he's had a lead in both, and he's lost both. And, of course, he's a coordinator in Atlanta, and he faces Brady, and, and, and that game you know, unravels and all the rest of it. I actually thought Shanahan coached a really good game. on Sunday. I've seen people say, well, in the third quarter, they threw the ball too much. Go look at the game. I mean, they, they ran a couple of times, but they were in second and 15, second and 18, third and 15. I mean, you're not going to run in those situations. The, the big criticism, I think, is fair, Shanahan. I, and I frankly thought it immediately. The coin toss thing was insane. You can't sit there and play for a possession you might never see against Patrick Mahomes. That, I thought, was the big blunder for Shanahan. I thought gameplay-wise, calling the plays, managing the game, I thought he was fine, but that that coin toss will haunt him for a long time. Matt, can I talk you into the big difference with the 49ers with Shanahan as they've had the lesser quarterback in each one of those? And the logical point to maybe make is that maybe they need to pursue a franchise quarterback? Yeah, I think that's 100% accurate. Look, they, they were up 20-10 to 10 with seven minutes left in Super Bowl 54. And Garoppolo in, in the fourth quarter of that game went 3 of 11 for 31 yards and a pick. And Mahomes went nuts. And that was the difference. And, and in this Super Bowl, I thought Purdy was fine. I didn't think he was great, but I thought he was good. He didn't beat them. He didn't make the big mistake. But, you again, like when you're talking about the quarterback position, that's the, the, the praise. It's just, hey, he didn't kill them. That's not a good thing. Like 
Mahomes didn't didn't go into that game going, well, I just can't kill us. Mahomes went into that game saying, well, I'm just going to beat the 49ers. I'm going to make the plays that win us the football game. And he did, whether it was with his arm or his legs. And so, we, look, we saw the Niners go all in a couple of years ago with Trey Lance. And that was a disaster. And they really lucked out. They, they, they got at the, a great spot with Purdy. But, yeah, I do think as long as they have a deficiency of quarterback, they're average or right around that, you're always going to have a tough time to get to Super Bowl if you're facing an Allen or a Burrow or, you know, at some point a Herbert or a Lamar or Mahomes. You're never going to go into that game on even footing. I don't care how good you are around the guy. Matt, in January 2021, the Browns were arguably two, maybe three plays away from upsetting the Chiefs in the divisional round. A um, couple years down the line, they realized they need a, a, a top-tier franchise uh, quarterback, uh, not named Baker Mayfield, so they go out and give up the farm and $230 million to bring in Deshaun Watson with the thought of competing for Super Bowls, obviously now with the Chiefs uh, being a dynasty. My question to you is, how close are the Browns now a couple of years down the train tracks with Watson coming back? Are they to Kansas City? Well, I think the Browns, roster-wise, are one of the better teams in the AFC. I mean, this is a defense. That, like, I know the home road splits are crazy this year and all that, but this, I mean, like, they're very talented defensively. And you, you have a team that is really well-coached, both with Stefanski and with Schwartz. You know, this offense, I mean, how many teams? They have five starting quarterbacks this season, if you count Week 18. And you know, Chubb obviously got hurt early in the year, gruesome the injury, that they're missing the tackles. And yet the Browns still end up being a team that's the top wildcard team in the AFC, certainly was you know, in, the, in the conversation for the North for much of the year. My big question with Cleveland is, I love the roster. Is Deshaun Watson ever going to get back to what he was? I mean, that, that's it. That's the whole thing. Because unfortunately with that contract, it's not like you can move on and cut bait. So if you're the Browns, you have to sit there and say, look, he's got to get better. We've got to do everything we possibly can do, A, to keep him healthy, and B, to get somewhere near the production we expected when we made that massive trade. Because if that doesn't happen, that roster can be great around them, but it's, it's not going to matter. I, I think that's the key here. And, and look, do the, do the Browns hedge their bets at some point? Do they, do they draft a quarterback on day two this year and just say, hey, look, we're going to take it just a shot. And if the guy's a backup, fine, whatever. If he pans out as more than that, awesome. I don't know when you have that much invested in Watson, but he's, he's obviously the linchpin to all this. Matt, the Browns were very aggressive last offseason. The Zadarius Smith trade. There were other deals, even the pick swap that brought him Elijah Moore. And, yeah. you know, the the expectation is they're going to be really aggressive and moving money around and trying to make another big splash. And that was, you know, Dalvin Tomlinson, Zadarius Smith last offseason. I'm curious if, if the Browns have one big splash move in them this offseason, where do you think they should spend that? I mean, you could worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole. Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission certainly argue a few different areas, but for me, I think the defense is terrific. Like, I, I already think they're defensively, not that you can't upgrade here or there incrementally, but I think defensively they're, they're, they're great. Um, I'd love to see them get a real top-end receiver to go alongside Amari Cooper, who had a great year. But, you know, if, if, there's, if they can open up some space and they feel good about their cap situation going to the free agency, you know, look, I think like, I, I, Higgins, I think Pittman Jr., they probably get bagged. Maybe you go out and get that, that, that second-tier guy, like a Calvin Ridley or, uh, you know, a, a Gabe Davis. Some people like, some people don't. I, I'm more bearish on Gabe Davis, but if, if the Browns like him, like someone, someone on that level, not maybe the Mike Evans who gets to make $25 million, or like if Keenan Allen gets released from the Chargers because they have all these cap issues, maybe they go that route. Like, I'd like to see them. Look, you have Njoku, who's terrific. Cooper is awesome. Obviously, you mentioned they brought in Elijah Moore. Like, my whole idea is you build as much as you possibly can around Watson. You basically try to make it so that, hey, it, this is foolproof. Like, there's so much talent around you on offense. You just have to be a point guard. Just get the ball in their hands and let them go make a play. Um, you know, I don't know how many Browns fans would agree or disagree with me, but I, I think another receiver to add as a running mate to Cooper would be awesome. Let me ask you this, uh, Lamar Jackson and the Ravens and that, uh, uh, you know, AFC championship game. Uh, when you think back to that, does La- is Lamar the guy that can challenge Patrick Mahomes and knock him off in the playoffs? You know, sitting here thinking about, you know, we already talked about what the, the, the picture in the AFC looks like in Kansas City being on top of the pile right now. But when you look at the quarterbacks, the elite quarterbacks uh, in the AFC with Lamar winning his second MVP, is he the guy that Mahomes needs to worry about picking him off in the postseason most? He's one of them. Um, I, I still think it's Burrow because I think Burrow is the most like him in terms of the mentality. Like that, he's not like athletically. They're completely different, but in terms of mentality and just the way he approaches the game and how you know if he makes a mistake, hey, he's on to the next thing. I move on. He's a winner, uh, you know. And, and, and just frankly, I think that the Bengals are really well coached and they've got Chase and Higgins. And, you know, we'll see what happens with Tyler Boyd. My guess he moves on, but I would say it's Burrow. And then after that, then you can get into the argument of Allen or, or Lamar and, and you know, Trevor Lawrence if he bounces back. Or CJ Stroud, who obviously, looks like he's going to be a great player. Um, look, that, that AFC title game, the Ravens got away from the run early. They never went back to it. And Lamar really struggled in that game. And, and that's no knock on Lamar. Look, the Chiefs had a great defense this year. That's the biggest reason they won the Super Bowl alongside Mahomes. The defense was incredible. Um, I, I do think with Lamar, look, he has improved tremendously as a passer. He is a threat from the pocket. Obviously, he's, he's a huge threat when he breaks contain and takes off. Um, the question is just going to be, you know, can, can Baltimore sustain that roster moving forward? they got a lot of free agents, a lot of them. And now Jackson's not, not cheap, right? I mean, it's, Matt Abike is going to hit the, the market. Are they going to tag him? Are they going to sign him? 
Uh, you know, you have so many guys. You know, Zeitler is another one. Beckham, Gus Edwards, J.K. Dobbins, uh, on and on and on and on and on. Clowney. I mean, it's a lot of guys. It's a lot of guys. They're gonna have. They're gonna lose quite a bit this offseason. Matt, one final thought here. The Pittsburgh Steelers yesterday in a couple different reports were linked to uh, Justin Fields, Russell Wilson, and Ryan Tannehill as the three quarterbacks Pittsburgh could pursue uh, this offseason. What's the best quarterback you think, uh, the best fit of all those quarterbacks? I mean, out of those three, if I'm them, I'm going after Justin Fields. I mean, what, what upside is there a Ryan Tannehill? I know he worked with Arthur Smith. Like, I understand why there's a connection. Ryan Tannehill's not winning them anything in that division. Are you kidding me? Like they're not. I mean, that, they're not scaring anybody with Ryan Tannehill. Yes, he's an upgrade over Kenny Pickett, but so are like seven guys coming out of the draft this year, right? I mean, like if, if the whole mentality is well, he's an upgrade over Pickett. Okay, fine. I mean, three quarters of the league would, would fit that category. You, you, you got to try to move the needle. Like I think Russell Wilson. Look, the upside of Wilson is because he's getting cut by Denver and there's offset language in the contract. You're paying him the veterans minimum. So you're paying him nothing. And he can come in there, maybe a stabilizing force for a year or two, and, and that's fine. But Fields is the guy. If they believe that Fields has another step or two to, uh, of growth in him, that's the guy I'm looking at going, hey, he's, look, you can, if you can get him going, if you can reach his potential, I mean, he might be in the league for another decade, 12 years, whatever it is, right? So like, I would rather go get Fields, offer a second-round pick, something like that, um, then go out and get Tannehill, who I, I don't even think at this point is, is much of a bridge, or Wilson, who is a bridge, and that's that's all he is. All right, Matt. Um, all right, Matt. I, I don't know why I almost said, all right, man. Uh, all right, Matt. <laughs> uh, for those who have not seen the Matt Verderam show, where can we find it? And give us that elevator pitch real quick. Yeah, it's uh, it's on Patreon. So you can go, or you can check out my, my Twitter feed as well, at Matt Verderam, and, and, and find it there. It's a pinned tweet. Um, it is just, look, it is, the Kansas City Chiefs version of a podcast that I do, like I said, I do the National on MMQB. The Bad Vertigo Show is just, you know, it's about the Chiefs. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of seeing the league through that lens, uh, having great guests on every week, breaking it down, a couple podcasts per week, some bonus episodes, some stuff like that. And uh, I, th- I think it's uh, hopefully insightful, even if you're not a Chiefs fan, but certainly if you're a Chiefs fan, that's kind of the sweet spot. Excellent stuff, buddy. Continue to rise and grind, buddy. We appreciate you. Problem anytime. Matt Verderam on the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.